Welcome to the Pop Culture Audit, where we review reality TV and talk about all things pop culture through a contemporary and critical lens. So what exactly is the Pop Culture Audit? Easy. We take a deep dive into pop culture source material. In this case, it's America's Next Top Model, Cycle 4, Episode 3. We'll comb through it and highlight some cringy and historic moments in pop culture discourse. If you're into that, you found the right place. If you're not, you're still in the right place. My name is Jasmine. Hi, it's Bryn. And we miss Keela. Still <laughs> missing Keela. Still missing Keela. Still gallivanting through the streets of Europe. So, yeah, we miss Keela. But we are here, and the two of us, I think we're ready to get into this. Jess? Yeah, I am feel? ready to get into it. Um, when I got your text, I was just about to start watching, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a lot. Yeah, I texted Jasmine after I watched this episode last night and I said, oh my gosh, I'm blown basically. And she was just starting to watch and it was like almost 10. Yeah. So I'm like, she, your blood pressure is going to be so high. <laughs> yeah, I was like rewinding like, wait, hold on, what? Yeah, I, I was, did. I, this is the first episode I took full pauses and then went backwards to be like, sorry, mm, sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Okay, so I'm going to recap us, and as always with this show, I hope the listeners will forgive me and blame them because the recap is chaotic. Um, as much as I try to, like, make sense of it, it just it, – I, I, fe- I feel like every time I'm going through one of these, I feel, like, a little bit crazed by the end. So, Yeah, the notes are, are always all over the place, mine are at least. over the place. Um. America's Next Top Model, Cycle 4, Episode 3. And now we're seeing the theme of these titles. They all start with The Girl Who. So that, I didn't realize that. That's like the cute yeah, little game. All right. The girl. The first one was The Girl Who Was a Cat. The second one was The, the Girl <laughs> Who Didn't Like Her Makeover. This one is The Girl Who Suddenly Collapsed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Very straightforward. Oh, gosh. Woo, so that's what we're no starting with. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Uh, I, the girl who suddenly collapsed and I start with, wow, can't wait to hear how we physically disable someone this episode based on the title. (laughs) So yay. It does deliver. Don't worry. Uh, we wake up in this weird loft to Tyra male, uh, and the Tyra male says today you'll battle to the death in the Coliseum. See you at 10 AM. So starting off strong. (laughs) the girls start talking about house dynamics and they're trying to showcase some underlying tension. Like the producers are clearly trying to like build this uh, underlying tension between the girls, but it's not really coming through super coherently. So it kind of feels like a failed effort cut to they're all at a stadium and cheerleaders appear. And then Miss J comes out with them. Um, Which none of this has anything to do with the Coliseum. No, I mean, I think the Coliseum was supposed to be a nod to the football stadium. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wrote this. I'm telling you, the show has produced like a three year old train of thought. It's absolutely oh, incoherent. Yeah, I wrote notes on that too. So yeah. corny. So chaotic. Like, we're here. We're here. We're here. Now they're here. Now they're th- like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. What we gather from this is they're doing a challenge or some activity with Miss J. They all have a pair of clogs. And Miss J explains that it's difficult to get girls to walk on grass and feel comfortable. I'll say this. I'm not going to say this the way that it sounds on the show. There's several lines from this episode that are just things that they say that are some of the most absurd sentences I've ever heard. 
This is one of them. As Miss J says, it's really hard to get girls to walk on grass and feel comfortable. I'm like, (laughs) what? We've been walking on grass for a long time. (laughs) I will say this is the first episode that I laughed a lot. Yes. Um, It was mm -hmm. absurd. And I think they were trying to make it dramatic and that made it more absurd. (laughs) So they're walking like the football, the lines on the football field. They're walking those lines with clogs on while Miss J yells at them through a microphone. So let's explore some of the feedback they got. Michelle, you walk like you have spina bifida on the right side of your body. You look like a melted candle. You're leading with your chin. Take longer steps. You're heavy-footed like a horse. So that's some of the constructive feedback they got as they I were mean, walking. It's actually the nicest feedback that has been ever given on the show so far. That but the specificity watching. of you have spina bifida on the I right know. side of your body. <laughs> ma'am? Yeah. Ma'am? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, Miss J tells them somewhere in the stadium, and this is a whole ass stadium, is a pair of high heels for each and every one of you. I need you to have those shoes in your hands and then on your feet. So the girls go scrambling all over this enormous stadium for high heels. They finally find all of them lined up. I thought they were going to be like scattered around. They're all lined up at the top of one random staircase. Um, so now Miss J is going to give them each an accessory. Uh, so they need to like hold a big accessory. So not like a necklace or something. Like They have a prop. That's what they should have called it, props. Yeah. Um, they have to go down the steps in heels with these props So they take turns. They're like walking down with hockey sticks, bike helmets, baseball bats. I am super unclear like what this lesson is, but it seems to make sense to all of them. They're all like, this is good and this is what I signed up for. So, okay. (laughs) Now we're back at the house. We're going to do a lot of this. We're cutting here. We're cutting here. We're over here. We're back at the house or the open space or whatever it is where they're sleeping. And they are practicing their walks with each other. Uh, Kenya is helping Sarah with her walk. And I just got to say, Kenya has like really lovely instincts about teaching. Like she's a very good teacher. Yeah. Um, like another girl comes up and tries to give all this feedback and Kenya's like, nope, she can only hold one note at a time. You can't layer in all this feedback, which mm-hmm. is correct and really She nice. actually looked like she improved like when yes. they were walking side by side. I was like, oh, look at her. Her walk does look better. Exactly. I thought that Kenya mm-hmm. was, was doing a great job. Um, this is Sarah who we'll talk about a lot. So Sarah then in like a cutaway says, oh, it's crazy how nice we are to each other. This is not America's next best friend. This is America's next top model, which I will have comments on later. (laughs) Tyra Mail is here and it says, which aisle will have today's special? Be ready at 6 a.m. So that's their hint. They get up bright and early and they go to Kmart. God, there's so many things that happen in this episode. Yeah. Also corny. Oh Everything God. about this was corny. I was, so cheap. I literally wrote Kmart dot 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 corny. Yep. Yeah. So they get to Kmart. Miss J is there again on the PA system and calls for a runway challenge in aisle one and two. This is a challenge. It's a duel on the runway. So they're each going to go head to head on their runway walks. They really breeze through the rules. So like what ends up happening, I think, is they get Like they have to dress themselves with Kmart things and grab a prop. This is what we were practicing for. Mm -hmm. They do not have a coherent through line here. But they're all putting on Kmart clothes and they're then they're walking down the runway. Jay is on the loudspeaker eliminating them each in real time. These clothes are horrible. I I said this episode is the reason Kmart is now out of business because (laughs) this is not good for them. It was bad. It was was so bad. It's not just like bad because it's early aughts bad. It's like so bad. 
Um, Extra bad. Like, oh my God. Bad. Yep. So mm-hmm. ugly. The winner of the challenge is Rebecca. Okay. Congrats to Rebecca. Okay. Jazz, I'm going to pause for a second. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm pausing in this. I'm not like pausing the podcast. Jasmine's like, uh oh, technical. I was like, what's going on? No, no, this is my. I have a couple moments in this where I'm like, okay, recenter, reset. All right, deep let's breath go. because shit is about to get real wild. Yes. For her prize, Rebecca is going to meet a famous oh, shoe designer, gosh. and I'm uh-huh. like, I can't wait to see who the shoe designer is. And then she gets to choose five of the other girls to go with. That's fun. So Rebecca picks Kaylin, Sarah, Noel, UV, and Naima. Uh-huh. She does not choose a single black girl. No. Notice that too. Okay. So my eyes are – you know that little OMG emoji that looks like uh-huh. its eyes are popping? Like off of yeah. – that, this is me as I'm watching this. Like, wait, no, this isn't. Okay. Whoo, this is tense. From This is tense. But don't uh-huh. worry. Miss J says, for the girls who aren't in this winner's circle, all the black girls – you girls get to service these girls. Yeah. The side coach. So they had a side coach this whole time, this black woman. And she says immediately, sorry, service? That's an interesting word. Yeah. What, and then what are, what are they going to do when we find out? But it was just unnecessary. Uh, service these girls. And like mm-hmm. nobody said, time, well, time out. <laughs> this yeah, is maybe. so, okay. This is what we're doing. This is what we're saying. This is how the chips are falling with this. 22-year-old white girl was like, I want you and you and you and you and you're on my squad and the rest. It's like it's like watching Get It On happen in real life, right? Yeah, it was. Or bring it, was it on. Like, That's what it is. With yeah, bring, bring cheerleaders. It on. <laughs> Get it on. Yeah, on. it was it was hard to watch to see that. Um, and I, I wrote in my notes, like, they keep baking in, like, these unnecessary, like, moments of tension you know what I mean like but then it to was already not, enough she was a winner yeah and then to not like why are you why are the like why would you racialize it <laughs> I just don't mm. like holy shit yeah. it's f- fine if you want to produce cat fights or whatever but like it's so bad okay yeah. so they leave Kmart and they go to Stuart Weitzman which is I'm like okay fine that's an actual person I've heard of yes Mr. Weitzman is there, and he informs Rebecca and her light-skinned friends that they all get to pick out a beautiful <laughs> pair of shoes, while the rest of these ladies get to serve them and treat them like the queens they will be when they wear these shoes. Also, these shoes are ugly as fuck, by the way. Yeah, I was looking. I, I mean, the aesthetic of that time is ugly. So that it is, all, but they look mm-hmm. are like so DSW. You know what yes, I mean? Like this is not yes. a Prada store. Like ne- definitely didn't feel like high end shoes no. at all. Uh huh. Um. I paused at this point. So I paused the video because the white girls are like doing their little squeal and gasp. And I'm telling you that the absolute rage in the black girls' faces is indescribable. They were furious. They were furious. And I'm like, this is the most humiliating thing I'm watching. And I'm watching them deal with it gracefully in real time. Mm -hmm. But their Mm -hmm. eyes are so full of emotion. Like you want to talk about fierce. If they had taken photos of them right now, like pissed. Holy shit. It is so humiliating. Yeah. Um Brittany, a white girl, is on the loser team and she thinks that this isn't fair that she's not getting shoes. The loser team has to go in the stock room to learn how to like pull the shoes. I side note, my first job, I worked in a shoe department at a department. Me store. too. And really? that brought back so many memories. I worked at um Rack Room Shoes was my very first job mm-hmm. at 15. And mm-hmm. when they were back there, you know, rolling out the shoes, I was like, oh, that's 
it just brings back so many I loved memories it of running back there. So much because yeah. all my other friends worked in like the clothes and they had to fold clothes and stuff. And I'm like, nope, just boxes. Yeah, the shoes were so good. easy. So, so easy. easy. And mm-hmm. we got commission at my place. So Oh, I didn't get commission. Mm, girl, racism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so we they're back in the soccer room. We cut back to the shoe floor where the winter girls are dancing around. They're celebrating how successful they are. But also, like, fuck y'all. Only this girl won. You're all her, like, friends that she just picked. They didn't even pick, like, the top. Like, they should have said. They said that in there. Some of the girls were like, the other girls didn't. They weren't even doing well. Yeah, like, they didn't she, even, like, make mm-hmm. the first round. So right. that's so annoying. Yeah. Um. And so one of the girls says, this is another line that I'm like, what? One of the girls is like, we definitely have shoes in Oklahoma, but not shoes like this. I know. I thought that was funny. I was like, absolutely okay. not true. Yeah. I was like, what? Uh, okay. We definitely have shoes in Oklahoma. I promise you, you have shoes like that in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Thank you for this information. Uh-huh. What am I watching? <laughs> okay. They're, they're tearing up. They're literally tearing up with joy. This is a Cinderella story. Um, back in the stock room, Michelle, uh, I remember Michelle, she's got a man neck or man hand. I don't know. They make fun of Michelle. So, yeah. White girl. Um, she's, oh, she's so big. Like she looks like yeah. she's in drag. drag. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. how they treated Michelle so far. She's having like a full on panic attack um, because she's scared of the shoe. So the shoe shelves are these ones that you crank and they like kind of like. I don't know. You crank them and then they they and move they around. So yeah. So there's like a space mm-hmm. saver thing happening. Um, so she's like scared. She has like this fear of getting caught in between them. And one of the girls like reached for the handle as a bit, like as a joke. And she is Lost having it. an existential fucking meltdown. Oh like, my goodness! Hyperventilating. I know. I feel bad for her. Like it's it's a huge reaction. Um, I know. And but she like, just it kept saying, "Just genuine. don't do that, okay?" Like just it's a, it just please don't do that. I was like, oh. God. Yeah, she is. There is a something going on here. But I think, yes. and as we get in, and I can't wait for Keila to come back for this conversation. I think these, all of these girls, are on a razor's edge of like mental and physical health. Um, oh yeah, for like they're sure. Starving. They're tired. They're mm-hmm. stressed. Like so. Uh, speaking of tired, they started that day at six a.m. and. I want to say it was dark outside when they yeah. were going home. Yeah, they're on the. So, board. what time do you think they woke up? Like these, these I think babies they woke up take ease earlier to get ready to be on TV. Oh, like, probably yeah, because they had to leave at six thirty. I just remember hearing a girl say, "Why well, guess I'll be up at five. Yeah, um, I mean that feels so, like sleeping yeah. into me for this because you know this is the era of like you're curling your hair one curl at a time. And, oh like, yeah, oh, it's a, it takes a no long time. Loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Michelle is coming unglued on Kenya for pretending she's going to move. It's not going well. Like, it is very awkward to watch. Um, Now we're all – now they're all bringing the shoes out to the winners. And the main one, the actual winner, Rebecca, is being an absolute bitch. Like, she's being so demanding and shitty. Uh, And she's like, well, I earned this win and I'm going to enjoy every single minute of this. And again, like, you know the producers are like, egging this on to like and loving it yeah so the seed of tension but the fact that rebecca's like i'm your girl i'm gonna be this white bitch like Mm -hmm. (sighs) it felt forced to me brandy says okay i'm trying to work on my attitude but this is too much i'm so mad right now and i'm like yeah girl you like they are being tested like 
this is a test and they don't like I'll, spoiler alert they don't get a prize at the end because they all pass it like they all choke on their anger and it makes me so mad Whew, okay so Rebecca's like I'm sure they're all jealous there's nothing I can do about it I can't choose every girl finally they all have their shoes Stuart hugs all the winners and they leave Which in I separate was really creepy. It was yeah, like Stuart a, was not a vibe. Everyone give me a hug. I was like, ew. No, I'm not. And just side note, like this, like Kim Kardashian is now uh, like one of their brand girlies for Stuart Weitzman. Really? So, yeah. She, no, I know. Huh. Not, I always thought Stuart Weitzman was a little bit pedestrian, like not high fashion. Well, I knew uh, that like his name comes up with like Tom Fords and like all the American designers, but. It wasn't like know. Louboutins or something. Like, no, not like that. But maybe yeah. like a Michael Kors or something exactly. like that. Exactly. But that's mm-hmm. like that's like Nordstrom's. That's anyway, true. they get back. There's another Tyra mail, and it says, "Can you work with ten other bitches? Be ready at seven fifteen. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I decided like that. Why is it? What are we like? What? I just picture this producing room being full of these like horny <laughs> mid twenties men who are like, yeah, let's get them to fight. Maybe they'll kiss yeah, each other. Yeah, like, so gross. Um, they're kind of talking shit about Michelle, how she's a loner in the house. She had this meltdown. Tiffany and Brandy are eavesdropping on her, which is not really eavesdropping because remember this is one big room that they all live in. Production and, studio that with yeah, beds in it. Exactly, trying to figure out what secrets she's keeping. Um, so Michelle is in her bedroom crying, not a bedroom. She's on her bed crying, telling another girl, I think Noelle, that she's worried. I'm worried about what the girls will think of me and how they'll react. And Noelle is like, I promise they won't think about you different just because you're by total record scratch. <laughs> like, yeah. Mic drop. Uh-huh. Tiffany, who's eavesdropping, is like, Whoa. she's like, I heard her say, she says, I heard her say, I'm gay, which is not what she said. No. Not what she said. So Tiffany and Brandy run away laughing. Oh, mm. They are trying uh-huh. to paint these girls as being like so rude and. and yes. Like, yes. I have all of that here in my So notes. leading up to it, it's like mm-hmm. Tiffany and Brandy are eavesdropping. Then they run away laughing and Tiffany marches into the room um, and she's like, no, 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 no. You're gay. And then she says, there's nothing wrong with that. So, like, they built it up like she was going to confront her about being gay. I was gay. ready for, like, the homophobic oh, showdown that never came. It's so rude how they set that mm-hmm. up. Like, mm-hmm. um, no, Brandy and Tiffany are like, girl, this is awesome. Brandy says, I'm going to need you to know that I've had some fantasies. Brandy and Tiffany are being lovely. Um, Michelle starts opening up about her journey. She's loosening up. And they all think her, like, freak out makes a lot more sense now. They have a lot of compassion for her. Like, of course, you had a meltdown. You've been hiding this part of yourself. Brandy says, the best thing for you to do is tell it. I'm telling you, this woman has wisdom and kindness, like, <laughs> in her core, right? Yeah, I thought that was sweet. <sighs> it and was also so funny because it reminded me of, like, what my aunts say. Just tell it. Just tell Just it. Just tell it. But like how mm-hmm. affirming, how lovely, how warm. Where are the rest of these bitches in the house? Like <laughs> Just in the these other two. Rooms. Who, by the way, like Michelle have freaked out on earlier in the day. But they're the first two there, right? Yeah. Next wor- It's the next morning. And they're off to work with all the bitches. Mr. J meets them to set up the shoot, which is for 1-800-Flowers, LOL. Um, I'll get into the branded content of it all. Yeah, later. yes, let's, let's do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 
They go into hair and makeup. Tyra arrives with a little dog. Surprise, y'all. The bitches are dogs. We were just using that language to be shocking and provocative. They're going to pose walking dogs holding flowers with a gorgeous male model in the background. 1-800-Flowers.com. Up first (laughs) is Tiffany, and she looks fucking amazing, even with the Uh shitty weave they have her on. Yes. And uh, don't worry. Mr. J tells her, do it like that, but without the ghetto face, because we have to fucking ruin everything. We can't have anything nice for one second. Without the ghetto face. What is a ghetto face? A black face? I guess. Like... Well, now we're going to learn about what porn porno is as oh, a look. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait. I, go on. Ooh, Brittany is up. So Brittany's up. We go through a couple of girls. They're fine. Brittany comes up, and she's too porno. And again, no one can define. I think it's because she has pouty lips. Like I don't. She's a free-spirited girl. But, I mean, the way that they're painting her into a corner with this overly sexual... Uh, we'll talk she's about not, it. If you think like the way they talk about how her look is so porno, you'd think she's out there like with her legs up behind her head. No. Right. Or in the most provocative no, outfit. She just or... has like big lips. So I'm like, uh-huh. I keep coming back to that of like you like w- are thinking of her in a pornographic way. Yeah. It's, it's on, on them. You. It's on yeah. them. Yeah. This girl. And also you gave her this haircut, like this little schoolgirl haircut. So like. Right. She Whatever. is a free spirit with a spirit with a beautiful body and pouty lips. And she's yeah, not doing just, anything. Like no, nothing. Like it's not, just it's so you're too sexy. You're too it, ugh, we'll get what, into the it. amount of shame they're heaping on this woman. Like yeah. she's just taking it. She's just taking it. Um yeah. Brandy comes out. Brandy looks amazing. And at least they don't say anything like extra racist to her that we see. Um <laughs> until later. They do say something like oh, yeah, no, no. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Michelle is now more confident because she's spoken her truth and she looks great. Rebecca, the fucking bitch, nails it. Um, the shoot is over. Okay, great. Back at the loft, another Tyra mail. It tells us what we already know, which is one of them is gonna be eliminated. Time passes. They practice their walks and their poses. So now we're in the judging room, recapping what we already know. I'm going to tell you that. I'm like, oh, we're at the judging. Good. So we're like, we're getting, we're getting there. We're yes. not. We're not. <laughs> we're not no. getting there. Um, I forgot that they have another little mini competition. And this is not in my notes, but they are current. Like, we do not need all these competitions. Like, no. This is like the fifth one now because they did the football field. They did the stairs. They did the Kmart. They like this is too much. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Just it really feels like people were making up things on the fly. On the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are each given a literal potato sack, a burlap bag. They're asked to walk in it to make it look fierce. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I am so embarrassed. Again, corny. Oh, there's the judges. And this is like now, this is the other thing about this show that's messy. They got more people. They have these coaches and these judges. And then they have a guest judge. And then they have a guest coach. And you're like, this is too many people to keep track of. Yeah, I think that's why it's so hard to like narrow down the notes. Yeah, because it's all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) Edit this Mm -hmm. idea, y'all. They're so fucking rude, these judges. They're laughing out loud at them, making faces like – Tyra's like shaking her head no as they're walking towards them. I'm like, you guys are such <laughs> just turn around. All right. Ass hats. Yeah, it's it's they're the worst. Ugh. This is where all of 
not all of it, but the majority of all of the microaggressions and all of the foolishness ensues in that judging room. Oh, my God. It's so hard to watch. Very. Now, the girls come up one by one to get feedback on their potato sack walk and their photo from the 1-800-Flowers.com photo shoot. We start with Rebecca, the rude winner of the shoes. Uh, Her walk was okay. They like her photo. Jana says she looks a little slutty in a good way, but overall good. They start to say more. um, And I got to tell you at this point, Jazz, that I had forgotten the title of this episode (laughs) by this point. I wasn't thinking about the title anymore. Um, Oh, you completely forgot. I completely forgot. So I was not prepared for this. Yes. So they start to give her more feedback and all of a sudden her eyes roll up in her head and she straight up falls over backwards like a loud crash. And um, she has passed out cold. I I went back and watched it a couple of times. Like. What just the the way her body is on the floor. She's going to die. I'm like her. It's the creepiest thing. Um. So she's completely splayed out. Like sometimes I think when you you see people pass out, like especially in movies or something, they sort of crumple. When I tell you that this woman fell cold, like her whole body hit the floor. The girl starts screaming. Someone says, call the paramedics. And stupid fucking Nole says, call the police. (laughs) And we go to a commercial break. (laughs) Holy shit. So like, we come back, they, they play it all again, the whole fucking scene again, traumatic as fuck. And now I'm noticing that like the way every single person in that room from the other contestants to the judges, they all take a step back when she falls. Like they all recoil and jump back from her. Um, it's wild. Like they're all assholes and they're like, oh, she's going to get on my so shoes. No one walks so over to her and no one. Yeah. No. And then someone says, call, the, oh and no one says, call the police. Call the police. Why would you call the police? <laughs> do you think she's on drugs? Like, do you think she, what are you afraid of? <laughs> okay. So then her eyes are like open. Like they show her body on the floor. Her eyes are open and like staring at nothing. It is a fucking nightmare. Like, it is so horrifying. Now we find out that apparently the other girls had known the whole time that she has a condition where she just collapses. And she has been six or so years since her last collapse. They take her away on a stretcher. She's conscious at this point. So we're like, okay, she's not dead. Um, and you know what? Until I read this, I hadn't connected that. I was just kind of like lost in this moment. But this mm-hmm. is Rebecca, the winner of the last challenge. Like the yes. girl. So now I'm sort of like, well. Oh, oh, now you're on her side. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm now. I'm not. Now I'm like, sorry, but oh, you're, you're baby. like karma. Yeah, karma. It goes around, comes around. Moves. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, collapsing, my gosh. collapsing disease. That was a um, hard collapse. I mean, she's a tall girl. That's a hard fall. When she's like, it's not life or death. I'm like, baby, your skull can crack. <laughs> like, what yes. are you talking about? That, that was is terrifying. Seems very life or death. Um. Okay, so they have a moment. They take a beat. Tyra goes into her serious warm fuzzy and then they're right back into the judging so we have some feedback for the rest of the girls from their potato sack race and their photos i'll share some of the best feedback it looks like you need a cane or a walker you're a little cherokee indian a little black girl a little chinese girl i'm loving it that's from janice you walk like a funky chicken your body isn't strong you have a sexy chihuahua walk 
you have an antelope eye, your face is boring, you walk like a horse, you're porn all, but like high class porn, like expensive porn. Like your 3599. Ener- 35, yep, yeah. 3499. <laughs> your energy is boring. Um, they make fun of Kenya's outfit that she's like wearing in to the judging. They're like, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing those jeans? Um, that girl should be on a pirate flag. Her face is small and crunchy. She has crazy eyes. So as they're going through the photos, we cut to Rebecca, who is leaving the hospital. Um, she's leaving the hospital, and she's still wearing her hospital gown <laughs> over her jeans oh. for extra dramatic effect. <laughs> um, she explains that she's always had this condition, and like the connections in her brains go haywire. It isn't life or death. Disagree. Um, she meets one-on-one with Tyra, who is suddenly – the most concerned and kind person you've ever met. And she just really wants these girls to like take care of themselves and just sit no, down and really listen to your bodies. Even That's though that goes against everything I've said to you this entire show. Yes. I just commended a girl who was shaking with pain because she wasn't listening yes. to her body. So, mm-hmm. so Rebecca's back in the group for the elimination. It's only thir- There's 13 girls. There's 12 photos. We all know the drill, right? Um, we get down to the final two. It's Sarah, who we've made fun of for having a terrible walk this whole time, and Brittany, who looks like a porn star. Here's the feedback. Brittany, your sexuality is way too strong. What the fuck? Uh, what am I supposed to do about that? What am I supposed to do? My, how you sexualize me is not my problem. Exactly. Like... And what do you no. mean when you say that? What are you talking about? Your sexuality is way too strong. Not just Victoria's Secret strong. It's giving a little triple X for high fashion. That is a wow. year of therapy right there, you fucking yeah. asshole. Like, yeah. Sarah, we feel you melting. We wonder if you can see your loveliness, if you believe in it. I forgot this about – because I know that this is a recurring theme in this show where they question, if you don't believe in yourself, how can we? And like yes. the gaslighting yeah. and like the way you're like mentally getting in these girls' heads of like, I know. this is your fault. Whew. Mm-hmm. All right. Brittany, the porn star, gets the photo after being incredibly shamed and humiliated and Sarah is going home. As Sarah is getting her stuff, she's like a very sore loser and talks a bunch of shit about the other girls while crying. She kind of sucks. <laughs> no, I was like, what is this? Yeah, you don't have to be a dick. Like this whole – I preferred – what's her name's reaction? It's like – Yeah, when she's I'm, like, this is – This sucks. This. I'm mad. Yeah. yeah I wasted Whoa. my time. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back to the group photo and Sarah fades away from the photo and we are finally at the end of whatever this was. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, you know, this show is making me wonder if I even really like competition shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, do I even like this? Or um, am I just sensitive now? Am I different? How was I watching this weekly without right. any moment of pause? You know, um, what was I watching? You know, maybe yep. I'll feel like that about the uh, Housewives in a few years. Um, but it was a lot. It was a lot. Where do we start? Um, well, what what you said right there too, I just say that's my first audit point. So I think we can go into it. Like yeah. the America's next best friend of it all. Like this is a theme in the time and place of like the early 2000s of I didn't come here to make friends attitude, right? Like yes. such a cultural moment when American- The beginning American, of the girl like, boss 
before, oh yeah and like every era. competition show was like American individualism. I'm here for myself. I'm not here to make friends. Da 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 da. And like these competition dog eat dog reality shows were like perpetuating across all of these, right? Like biggest all this stuff. Yeah, Yeah. even with um, making the band when on MTV with P Diddy and how he was unnecessarily having them walk to Brooklyn and and just you know all of these things. And I. I just started thinking through all of those competition yeah. shows and how unnecessarily corny they were and how the one line that stood out was, I'm not here for friends. I'm not here for friends. I'm not here mm-hmm. to make friends. I didn't come here to make friends. Yeah. But now it's so interesting to what you're saying. And again, that we are in this lovely generation that like continues to evolve, that the cultural discourse has shifted and like this younger culture um, they're much more interested in community and how can mm-hmm. we help each other. And like yeah. even in reality TV, which still has like cat fights and drama and those things, but they now it's groups, right? Now it's factions. Yeah. And you uh-huh. see these casts like on Netflix that are like truly bonded to one another. Maybe trauma bonded. We don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But like these love, of bl- <laughs> love is blind girlies and like these other casts that are like about each other mm-hmm. and they're besties. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. even the wannabe influencers realize that they do better with one another than by like then, yeah, eliminating one another. Yes. Right. So they like, not all of them, but they do like there, there's more capital now in showing groups and in showing like vibes Even if it's and fake now, right? Yeah, Even if it's absolutely. fake. So like on the housewives, it's like, we're a group of friends. No Y'all one likes each, each other. other. No, one know, no one knows each other. Yeah. Um, know each other. We're yeah. friends. Why would you say that you're my friend? So I feel that's like what it's sells. Just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the exact opposite now. I know. Um, it's so weird. It's so yeah, weird, but I, like you, I remember, like, I didn't blink because this was the, like, it's either me or you, you know? Like, that was the the tone of all of this stuff. I'm not here to be nice. Anyway, no. that was my first thing of, like, wow, we really did that. We did that hard. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. I'm so happy that we've moved away from that. It feels so much better to be part, you know, part of the community and try to help each other and even if it's performative for some people, at least, I mean, <laughs> at least it's still better. We have to than spread a message, had. yeah, via like media. At least it's this one. God. <laughs> Before we hop into the audit points, I have to. This isn't an audit point for me, but we have to talk about the sponsors. Oh, that is um, not a point for me. <laughs> okay, let's get let's get right into it. Uh, I, Welcome to the brand placement era. Yes, yes. Also, they were scraping, I put here, for for sponsors, 1-800-Flowers. That's right. That's right. Oh, my goodness. And uh, the the photo shoot was so unnecessary. The guy Mm -hmm. in the background, the dog, the flag, it was just so... It wasn't creative to me at all. Again, I keep using the word corny. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, who came up with all of this? But yeah, the brand placements were on the rise for sure. And they were oh, yeah. Kmart. Yeah. They cleared out Kmart for the day. How do you be like, you are not high fashion. You're porn. But we are at Kmart. <laughs> Yes, yes, we're at Kmart. Yeah, and the girls were even like, uh, okay, like we're going to Kmart. And one of the girls said, uh, I mean, it's not like I haven't been here before. So, yeah, like, all I right. go Kmart. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is not to diss Kmart or the people that go there, but y'all no. act like you are 
you know, walking fashion week in Paris and yet you're at Stuart Weitzman and Kmart. So maybe, maybe settle down a little bit. <laughs> you can tell that the yeah. um, budget wasn't very high. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, this was, was when like, and you know this from being in PR too, like this era when, right when brands first discovered, like we can do more than just have commercials, we can do branded content. It's not yes. a commercial, it's content and it's yeah. integrated and like I used to watch The Apprentice around the same time mm. um, and they did the same thing. Like all of a sudden they had these challenges and they just started hard plugging brands. They're like, you're going to make sandwiches at Subway. And like, yes. yeah, it's so corny, but there is also a part of it to me that's like sort of charming to see now because now it's all gotten so integrated. And but you have to say hashtag yeah. ad on Instagram because it was just getting out of control. Yeah, because it's like everything you see in any picture is branded content now. And at least in this, it's like, here is the brand. This is the yes. brand. Like, ooh. Like, and it was interesting too, because you're right. Like um, this was right around with the New York housewives were uh, premiering during this time. Mm. And they were called out for it being like top of like out of all of the housewives that were uh, invented at that time. Uh, they were the ones pushing brands more than anybody. It was everywhere. This is when Bethany started skinny girl cocktails and I mean it was everywhere so you're right like this was definitely the beginning of all of the brand it was placement. such an era such an era yeah I love it so sure. much anyway yes next okay real audit points you go <laughs> uh my first audit point is black women uh just black women let's talk through well, what Jasmine I swear to god we're in the same document my next audit point is black <laughs> women everyone black women that's a black women exclamation point that's a black women everyone <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness I am so disappointed in Tyra like I just mm. I am disappointed in her that and again this was of the times I'm disappointed in myself mm. uh for for watching this and not batting an eye um, during this time, the time was just, and it wasn't that long ago that this was acceptable behavior and um, conversation and, and remarks on Black women um, telling Tiffany to pose without a ghetto face. Mm. I paused it instantly and I thought to myself, this show's going to be kind of hard for me. And I think I said that on the last episode that this is going to be hard for me because it's just so incredibly insulting. Um, a ghetto face is a black face. You haven't said that to not one other woman. It's only the black girls that keep getting these ghetto references. And it doesn't help that, you know, Tiffany's story is that she actually lives in the ghetto. And then it's just like you're pushing this further stereotypical narrative on her look mm -hmm. um, in addition to that. And um, yeah, it's just about race constantly like because well, think when, about the inverse too like why were none of the black girls told they were porn they have big lips you know what i mean oh, but yeah, like, because yeah, you don't fantasize true. about them no you know? you're absolutely right um and then it's always about race even when they're quote unquote complimenting them and they're telling tiffany like oh you know you look you know a little chinese or whatever they said like whatever cherokee Cherokee, that's what it was. Black girl. Yeah, you can't just be a black girl. You have to be all of those things to be. To be exotic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Mm -hmm. They're obsessed. Mm -hmm. They're obsessed with race. Anytime a black girl walks in the room and and then Tyra's um, 
her she like kicks it up into like this she's black so she can't have a black scent i suppose but she completely code switches when they walk oh, in the room yes um you know what i mean the way she speaks to them and then what's his name nole yeah uh he has a full-on black scent um and, and i will find that um this episode miss J didn't i mean i thought he was hilarious um, this episode, but I, that was like the, just a slight bit of lightheartedness of it yeah. all. But everyone yeah. else referring to the black women were just absolutely awful. But Ugh. I am at that black guest judge was the only person who was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> or not the judge, the the coach and came the coach, yeah. Like all these black folks, Miss J, any of them, not blinking at this no. harm that they're perpetuating on these black children. They're children. They're and we were all teenagers. just so used to being spoken about and to in that way during that time. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't something that we would necessarily flag because this is just what we were around. Like this is how people were allowed to speak to us. And I just wish I could retroactively cancel so many people on this show. I mean, we have to start a campaign. They, like, we have to go back. We have to go back. There has yeah. to be accountability. Sorry, Including Mariah. Ira. No more justice for Mariah. Well, it is justice for Mariah. It's oh, justice her. for every black girl. Yeah, every every black girl. Yeah, for sure. Oh. So it was just, it's been really hard to I'm watch. And it's going to get worse. Don't I know. say that. No. <laughs> I think. I don't remember this I mean, It verbatim. can't get better. It's not going to get better. Yeah, oh. so I, I thought that was it, the just the treatment of the black girls there, you know, and as you said, pointing out before, like, you know, gearing up for what they thought was going to, we thought the audience was going to be this homophobic reveal and yeah. they're just supportive and sweet and understanding. And it's just very clear that they, oh, oh, and then that's another thing that I said, they um, told Brandy, you look very angry in this photo. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's just so angry. And I'm like, oh, oh that's angry. her narrative. Yep. Now. Yep. You know what? She is angry. Y'all are on something. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a little bit, my my takeaway from, beside, I mean, everything you say plus 100. And then my point about Black women, everyone, is I say this with the absolute, like, sincerity and all of my soul and being, people should be so lucky to be friends with black women. Like, mm-hmm. did you all see, like, hear them, see them, two of these women who have been treated like shit this whole time and just yeah. got done pretending to be house slaves to an asshole <laughs> white woman. Yeah. These two black women turn around and gas this other woman up. They affirm her identity. They comfort her. They joke around. They lifted this entire house, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then the other ones in the other room, slavery reenactment. That's right. Yeah. The other ones over uh-huh. there, are like, let me help you out. Yeah, the house doesn't deserve them. This country doesn't deserve them. Like to watch that journey of like, I, I can't like. It's just it, I'm baffled. And again, like it is a a gift to the world. And if there's anything that put, people can take away of like, man, to what they deserve is to be burnt to the ground. And then like <laughs> what they get is compassion and kindness and like this ability to take their own trauma and like put it aside. I just, it blows me. And this is what I see. I mean, that's certainly true then. And it's much more on 
the face of things, but it's true now. And I see it yeah. all the time in regular life and in, you know, uh, media life and all of those things. For and sure. the injustice that there's still this poor narrative around black women when the actual opposite is the truth, like mm-hmm. not just not negative, but like the flowers that should be given, all those things. It just is like the biggest injustice of our time. So well, thank women, you for everyone, saying that. I mean, well, not you. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm a black woman, everyone. So I just, I'm she's kidding. just talking to me this whole time. She's talking time. to me. This is about Jasmine. Yeah. Oh, well, Jasmine's the only black so- woman I know, by the way. So Yes, 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 of course. I mean, you no. may as well start over here, honey, and work your way around. For but everyone yeah. except for Tyra Banks. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if and she Candace looks Owens. back at this. Oh, God. I heard too. Um, I wonder if she looks back at this and has remorse or I hope so you know and as a white woman it's not my place like she's on whatever journey but I do I, I I I do hope she has been like secretly secretly funneling money to like black girl organizations or something I don't know no, yeah I'm sure she I mean she has her own <sighs> one. oh yeah all right next point next one the fate Ah, um, Kila, uh, I just called you Kila. Jasmine, my next point is what happened to Rebecca? <laughs> We're this in is sync wild. Today. We are on. The same yeah, page. we are. Yeah, right, we are. Go, go. Um, so I think we said it a little bit before. No one rushed to help her. It was just mm-hmm. a bunch of screaming. Oh my God. Ah, it's like, that girl, what if she, I put, what if she needed CPR and no one acted what fast if she was enough? dead. And, yeah. Yeah, like, like about it, to die. <laughs> why isn't your natural inclination? Why isn't it to run over and immediately jump out of your seat and help someone? Like I, I just thought it was strange that even the girls didn't move. And I was like, well, maybe everyone was in shock. But once you start screaming, "Oh my God!" a few times, you start call the moving. Police. Yeah, you, no. you know, you, <laughs> call the police. <laughs> and then to and then when she comes back, Tyrus like. You scared us. And she's like, oh my God, sorry. What? I, she said she apologized. She apologized for And for she wasn't correct. Like, no, 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 honey. I'm happy you're okay. Like, nope. T- none of that. Nope. She just, shamed her again. You need to listen to your body. Yes. It's, it's on, on you. you. It's on you again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just the, the faint was just really scary and, it would just further cement it. Like they don't care about y'all. You better take no. care of yourself for real, because look at her. She almost died on national almost. TV. Absolutely. I, this was my note on it was like, we know from our scholar, Keela, right. That <laughs> yes. these judging segments are like marathon filming, right? She, like yes. Keela told us that they're like 10 hour shoots. Um, or at least. Right. So I find it very sus that Rebecca, who hasn't collapsed in six years, is now collapsing. Yes, <laughs> you're right. You're I'm like, right. this is stress, exhaustion, lack of food, whatever. So Tyra doing her like on camera, listen to your body is such a like risk and liability thing. Like, yeah, I'm honestly like, has the statue of limitations run out on this? Because if I was Rebecca, I would be like, <laughs> actually, actually, I, like this is absolutely her episode is induced by the show, for sure. Yes, yes, for sure. As is Michelle's panic attack. Like all this stuff we're watching in real time. Oh, yeah, it's you're right. on their bodies. And you're like, mm-hmm. this is abusive. Totally. Anyway, pretending like it just came out of nowhere is so disingenuous. 
I mean, what was she going to say? You guys are stressing me to the core. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't feel empowered to speak up like that. Like, I mean, people in reality TV are just getting to the place where they feel comfortable to speak about their experiences. So, yes. Also, back all props to Bethany Frankel. (laughs) Back to Bethany. Yeah. That's, I mean, we could do a whole show on her. But, okay. But, yeah, those were my points. uh, Those were all my same points. Yeah, though, look at us in, in step. I, I mean, obviously, just you know, another honorable mention. I really hate the low key slut shaming um, they're doing for Britney. That's really hard to watch calling someone triple XX when they're in jeans and a t shirt and just being themselves. And, um, you know, it's easy to be sexualized when you're a beautiful girl and you may have big lips or you're a little busty or whatever. And it, it just, it was just, ugh. It's so Ugh. gross. I know. I yeah. can't wait to look at because Keila sent us all. Um, a where are they now that Jasmine and I are not looking at? Yeah, we're until refusing to look at. <laughs> refusing. She's baiting us with it, but I can't totally. wait to see. I'm like so hopeful that they're all thriving and wonderful, oh, and God, I can't I wait so. to try and be their friends. Um, I know. I had a few random notes uh, that don't fit into a point, but everyone does say accessory, and it's it killed me. <laughs> like, uh, what of, do they say? Well, accessory instead of okay. access, accessory. Like, it has two C's in it. But then, like, Miss J starts, and then everybody's saying, "I want an accessory," <laughs> and it just oh, <laughs> was huh. driving me nuts. Um, they truly all have tongue rings. I can't get over it every oh, time the they talk. Tongue rings are just so gross, and I didn't even so notice many. that at first until you mentioned it. Now I can't unsee it. At I all. can't unsee it. I really was like, "Oh, what time do we record this tomorrow morning?" Because if we had had time, I was going to call a piercing place. I want to ask them how many tongue rings <laughs> they do in a week. Because like, gross. I don't think people are doing it anymore. No, no, no. That's not. Yeah. No. Oh, thank goodness. What an unnatural place to do. Yeah. Um, my other note is that the one episode goes over like five days. Like. They film this over like five days. Scraping like they for sh- content. They shoot whole seasons of shows in five days now. Like, yeah. They crank, like, why are you putting so much? You just build on the moments you have. They just, it's yeah. so hectic. It's so because hectic. Because it was overproduced. And so they had to come up with all of these. Challenges, and, and they have yeah. to get all these brands in that they made promises. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're so. going to get 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Also, another pronunciation thing are are they are they saying Givenchy? Like, wait, do they say Givenchy? Well, I don't think they're talking about Givenchy, but they say Givenchy. Givenchy. I think Givenchy. And I'm like, sorry, Shay. I think it's Givenchy. Givenchy. Yeah. I was like, what? Because now the only way I know to pronounce it is how Beyonce pronounces it. What is she? How does she do it? Well, she it's in formation, right? She says she rocks her Givenchy dress. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, okay, check. But they're saying oh, yeah. they say it in like um they say it Givenchy in like rap music. And then I, every time I hear fashion people talk about it, it's Givenchy. All right, Givenchy. we're gonna have to have a whole episode where we all I'm practice saying high fashion <laughs> brands. Um yes. because I'm not it's not I would for hope me. that Tyra and her crew is, you know, they aren't saying it wrong. That would be really embarrassing. But. Oh, too bad if Tyra and her crew got embarrassed on national <laughs> television. All right. <sighs> oh um, my goodness. <laughs> we did it, everybody. We did it. We did it. Yeah, we're 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 getting through it. We're getting through it. Um, so if you like what you heard, listen to us next week when we get into I don't even watch um 
what's coming next, like those next nope. week. Nope. I'm always I surprised. <laughs> uh, and then I'm a, I feel like I've been through enough. So, um, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I can't be stressed about what's coming. Yeah, no, 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 no. We'll just deal with it when I get there. That's right. Uh, but anyways, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Listen to us next week when we hop into episode four and follow us on Instagram at the Pop Culture Audit and rate and review if anybody listens to podcasts. Talk to okay. you next week. Bye. Bye. We have Keela back next week, everybody. Yes. You've yes. been waiting for it. Uh-huh. Bye, everybody. Okay. Bye.